You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Serve a great God. We serve a good God. We serve a faithful God. Amen. Yeah, He is faithful. He is merciful. The Bible says it's because of His mercies that we are not consumed. No. But for His mercies, we would not be here today. Haven't you heard of people that started the year with us and are no more? But we are here today. We need to be grateful. There are many of you, you have testimonies, but you don't even know that you have a testimony. Because you did not know the accidents that God preserved you from. You didn't know when angels intercepted to preserve you. I'm telling you, if God will open your eyes to see what happens in the spirit, a lot happens. But you don't know. It's only what you see that you can, uh, you can, you, you, you can testify about. And, but I tell you, there is much more that is going on. Yeah. Amen? Amen? So we have cause to be grateful. We have cause to appreciate the Lord. And you might be sitting there and say, oh, but I don't have a testimony. You have a testimony. The fact that you are sitting here is a testimony. That is a testimony, I'm telling you. Yeah. So we all owe God gratitude. All right? We all owe God gratitude. One of the things that is, is um, the Bible says about the end times is that people will be ungrateful. Ingratitude is part of our generation. People have, people have a, 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 an entitlement mindset. And so even when you do something for them, it's like, yeah, but it's mine. Do you get what I'm saying? And so... We must be careful not to be part of this unthankful generation. Because Paul told us in the last days, people will be unthankful. And that's why we, we dedicate a service just to be thankful. Amen. Just to say thank you to the Lord for His faithfulness, for His goodness, for His mercies. We don't take it for granted. You don't take for granted the fact that you're in health. When you go to the hospital, you will see that you need to be grateful that you are healthy. When you can sleep, lie down and sleep, you need to be grateful that you can even sleep. Because there are people who cannot sleep. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, so we have too much to be thankful to God for. We have too much to be thankful to God for. So I want to share the word before we leave this, this morning. How many people are ready for the word? Or you say, Pastor, you know, you can, you can bring it next week. Um, um, the testimonies are enough for me. Huh? <laughs> you are too full. Full of testimonies. How many people were inspired, encouraged, edified by those testimonies? My goodness. Every single one of them. Did you notice? That every single one of them was so unique. Yeah. So unique. 
But I'm telling you that next year is going to be amazing. Because, because God has shown, God has revealed something. He said there's a glory that he's putting on this place. I'm telling you, there's a glory that he's putting here that is going to rub off on your life. Yeah, the Lord revealed that last night. So there are testimonies, and it, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be so unique. It's going to be so unique, and I'm telling you, it's going to affect every single one that will reach out, that will reach out to put his hand into this glory, to touch this glory. It will affect every area of your life. Just mark my words. It will affect every area of your life. Amen? So I, 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 just, I just bless the Lord and, and I'm grateful for, for what is to come. I'm grateful for what is before us. And I want you to know that you're going to have even more testimonies. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. So this morning we're sharing the word of God Declaring the wonders of God. How many people want to declare the wonders of God? You want to declare the wonders of God? Your life should be a declaration. Your life should be a living wonder. And that's one of the things I'm praying for you, that God will make you a living wonder. So your life is going to be a living wonder. Let's look at the scriptures, a few scriptures, and then we will, we will call it a day. Exodus chapter 7. In Exodus chapter 7, let's read from verse 1. So the Lord said to Moses, See, I have made you as God to Pharaoh. <laughs> I like God. You see, God is not religious. How can he say to a man, I have made you as God? Now, if God can make Moses as God to Pharaoh, Is it hard for him to make you as God to your Pharaoh? Huh? Is it hard? Or is your religious mind struggling with that? He says, I have made you. This is God talking. This is not a prophecy. It's not a prophetic word. No, no, no. This is the Lord himself. See, you know, open your eyes and see what I'm doing. Just like he said to Joshua, see, I have given you Jericho. Yeah. He's telling Moses, see, open your eyes, see. Yeah. See what I've done. I've made you as God to Pharaoh. And Aaron, your brother, shall be your prophet. Is that not a wonder? How can a man be as God? 
You see, you need to understand something about the supernatural. When you talk about the supernatural, there are many aspects of the supernatural. A lot of times when people hear supernatural, they only think about healing. There's a place for that, right? Where we experience the healing power of God, the supernatural healing power of God. But that's not all. There is healing, yes. But there is signs. Huh? There's miracles, there's signs, there's wonders. It's all part of the supernatural. So here, God is speaking to Moses. And he's giving Moses a new identity here. So he's, he's saying to Moses, you don't even need to consult anyone now. Concerning Pharaoh, you just act. Because God doesn't seek counsel. So by the time you get to this realm in your walk with God, any Pharaoh in your life, it doesn't matter how strong they are. They can never be strong, stronger than God. Now if God makes you as him to that Pharaoh, that Pharaoh cannot stand you. So one of the things that God did to Moses was that he lifted Moses from the realm of mere humanity and allowed him to enter into divinity. Remember, Jesus said something and the Pharisees nearly stoned him. He says that God is his father. And I mean, if your father is God, what are you? Hello. This is, this is simple. It's not complicated, right? <laughs> Biology tells us. We know biologically that a man will not. Huh? A man cannot have a dog as a child. You don't, I, I mean, okay. I know you have dogs, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you treat them like, you know, you give them special attention, and that's fine. But you didn't give birth to them. Yeah, so if you are going to give birth, it has to be like you. Am I correct? It has to be like you. Yeah. And God made it. It's, part, it's the law of Genesis. The law of Genesis says that every fruit produces according to its kind. So if Jesus claimed to be the Son of God, why did the Pharisees want to kill him? Because by being the Son of God, he's making himself equal with God. And that's why it was considered blasphemy. Do you understand what I'm saying? So here God is telling Moses, I'm making you as God to Pharaoh. Aaron, your brother, is your prophet. So if you have a word, just give it to Pharaoh. Let him prophesy to uh, Give it to Aaron. Let him prophesy to Pharaoh. You don't even need to deal with him directly. 
That's, that's how much I have elevated you. Hallelujah. I have lifted you to the point where you even need a prophet to speak on your behalf. And Aaron is that prophet. We're talking about declaring the wonders of God. It's a wonder that a man can operate like God and even have a prophet. His own prophet, his own personal prophet. So, you see, that's why I'm sorry for the people who are seeking after prophets. Because if they only knew that they could be as God, you don't need to go to someone looking for one prophet. For what? You can raise one in your... Say, okay, from now, you be my Aaron. <laughs> Hallelujah. But anyway, that era is coming to an end. Because the, the realm of wonders, we're entering into that. And we'll begin to declare the wonders of God. Hallelujah. Because you, you need to know that Pharaoh was worshipped in those days. Pharaoh was like a god. He was a god in Egypt. So for you to confront a god, you have to be higher. You have to be higher. And that's why God did that. Pharaoh was one of the gods of Egypt. That's why when Moses came and said, let my people go, thus says the Lord, let my people go. He says, who is the Lord? I mean, I'm the one. When did I say that? When did I say that? <laughs> I'm the Lord. Huh? So, verse 2. Let's look at verse 2. Verse 2, he says, You shall speak all that I command you, and Aaron your brother shall tell Pharaoh to send the children of Israel out of his land. God was training Moses how to be God. <laughs> Speak. Yeah. And then look at verse 3. That's where we're going. Let's read it. One, two, three. He says, And I will harden Pharaoh's heart and multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. Whoo! I will harden his heart. Since he has chosen to be stubborn, I will help him to be more stubborn. Okay? I will help him to be more stubborn so that I can do what? Multiply my signs and my wonders. I wonder why God says mine. So there are God's signs and there are God's wonders. In case you don't know, Satan has his own signs. And he has his own wonders. But God is saying, my sign and my wonders. Why? We see that even Pharaoh had signs and wonders. He's magicians. Remember when Moses went and put down his, his rod and it, it, it became a serpent. Pharaoh looks and says, 
Oh, my, my, my. So is this, is this what impresses you? Is this? Huh? Uh, Janice? Jambres? Come on, come on. Uh, show him what we are capable of. And they came. They, 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 they threw their, their own rods and became snakes. <laughs> Moses. <laughs> what are we saying here? Huh? You need to know who you are talking to. You have to this, is, this is a God here. Ha! But God did something. The, 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 the snake... I mean, the rod of Moses swallows that of the Egyptians. Swallowed all of them and came back to the hands of Moses. Do you know the rod is a staff of authority? So that means from there, Moses established superiority over the gods of Egypt. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because their rod is speaking of their authority. So, if Moses' rod swallowed the rod of the Egyptians, what are they left with? Nothing. Hallelujah. No more authority. So, God says, I'm going to multiply my signs and my wonders. I love Moses very much. In fact, I feel we're related in the spirit. Every time I read the story of Moses, oh my God, I can identify with him. Somehow, I don't know about you, but, but for me, I think we're in the same tribe. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Yes. But a sign is a supernatural work of God that points. All right? A healing is different from a miracle. A miracle is different from a sign. A sign is different from a wonder. Are you getting the point? So a sign always points. So, God does something that will point to his person. That's a sign. And a sign is never the destination. Okay? The sign is never the destination. The sign is pointing. This way to God. This way to Pretoria. Yeah, you don't see the sign and then stop and say, wow, praise God, we got to Pretoria early today. You, you, don't, you don't do that. Yeah, so that's, that's how in the spirit, that's how signs operate. Signs always point. So when you see a sign, ask yourself, what is it pointing at? If you look carefully and you see that it is pointing to a man, then you know what kind of sign that is. You see, if it is not pointing to God, it's pointing somewhere. 
It's always pointing. Always pointing. So you, you don't even need to have the gift of discerning of spirit to know that certain people are not of God. You just need to see what the sign is pointing at. Are you following me? Yeah. So the sign is important. So God says, I'm going to multiply my signs. Do you know, I realized something. Um, I was talking with Pastor Ryan the other time, and we were talking about um, multiplication, doubling, abundance, all those things. Remember? Come on. I said, it starts, God starts by doubling. All right? He doubles. Then, before he starts multiplying, he doesn't just start multiplying. Because you multiply anything by itself is the same. Isn't it? But God wants you double so that now when we begin to multiply, ah man, it becomes exponential. So God started with Moses by doing some signs. Then he added. But by this stage, God was telling Moses, I'm going to now multiply. I'm going to start multiplying my signs. I want God to multiply his signs in your life. Yes. I want him to multiply his wonders in your life. Multiply. He says, I will. Pharaoh, many people say, well, why did God harden Pharaoh's heart? I have news for you. Pharaoh's heart was already hard before God helped him to harden it. Even more. Yes? Yeah. And God says, because of this, I am going to multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I want your life to be a declaration of the wonders of God. I want your life to be a living sign. Your life will always point people to God. Your life will always direct people to God. People should look at you and they they should begin to say, I want this God. Hallelujah. That's how it's supposed to be. But it starts... It starts by doubling. How many people have the faith to double? Have a mindset to double? Yeah, well, double. Look at the children of Israel, right? How many of them went into Egypt? How many people remember? How many people went? How many Israelites went into Egypt? Seventy, that's right. Seventy of them went into Egypt. As at this time, When God wanted to take them out, how many were they? (laughs) Multitudes. Yeah. There are different opinions. But it's believed that there were 600,000 men, but including the women and children, there were over 3 million. Imagine that in another nation. And they were in Goshen. 
Can you see why the Israelites, uh, the, the Israelites threatened the Egyptians? Because the Egyptians could see these guys, they are multiplying. Their birth rate is so high that we will become the minority in our own nation. Hallelujah. Yes. That's what's going to happen in this land. We will multiply until we become the majority. Hallelujah. Yeah, God's people will be the majority in this land. The heathen will want to become one part of us. Look at Exodus chapter 1. Verse 7, it says, uh, I'm just reading for the sake of time. Verse 7, it says, But the children of Israel were fruitful. How many people are ready to be fruitful? Yeah. Somebody brought to my attention that in this church, the women are so fruitful. <laughs> Hallelujah. We have banished barrenness from this church. Yes. Yeah. No barrenness here. They are gone. In the name of Jesus. Barrenness is gone. Anybody that is struggling to conceive, if they come here, they will just conceive. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Declare it. It's in the atmosphere. Hallelujah. So be careful. <laughs> <laughs> yes I'm telling you yeah <laughs> some people are already pregnant yeah you you, you will soon discover hallelujah <laughs> Yay. All right. They were fruitful and increased abundantly. How did they increase? Abundantly. abundantly. They were fruitful and they increased abundantly. abundantly. Amen? Amen? They also multiplied. Come on. And grew exceedingly mighty. <sighs> the Egyptians didn't have the same testimony. They didn't have the same experience. They are watching these guys. They came in 70 of them. It's a wonder. It's a wonder. When God told Abraham, I'm going to make you a great nation. He had no child. Sometimes when God speaks, you, you look at your circumstances, you look at your situation and you say, how is this possible? That's not your problem. Yeah. Your problem is to believe. In fact, your part, not your problem. Your part is to believe. It's God's part to bring it to pass. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Exceedingly. 
mighty. And the land was what? Filled with them. My goodness. Everywhere you would meet an Israelite. <laughs> it was. The Egyptians were becoming the minority in their own country. Ha! Oh, declaring the wonders of God. The wonders of God's word. The wonders of God's prophetic word that he spoke to Abraham is coming alive right there in Egypt. God took them to Egypt to multiply them. Do you understand? Egypt was not the promised land. It was the land of multiplication. It was a land of multiplication. When you think you are in Egypt, don't think that God is trying to destroy you. He's multiplying you. Glory to God. Now there was the king. A new king arose over Egypt who did not know Joseph. He did not know Joseph. He did not know the man that saved them, that saved their nation. He did not know the man that God used to preserve them. They would have been wiped out by famine, but for Joseph. And so this man did not know Joseph. Somehow he missed his history lessons. Yeah. One of those people that used to bunk school. So he, he, he missed out on the history and he didn't know Joseph. Now he's in, in, in power. Huh? He's in power. Then verse 9, he said to his people, Look, the people of the children of Israel are more. Come on, say more. more. And mightier. Say mightier. mightier. Hallelujah. So are you ready to be more? And mightier? Yes. Are you ready to be more? Yes. And mightier? Yes. Then you are in good company. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. They are mightier than we. I told you, these guys became minorities in their nation. The only thing is that they were not in government. They were not in government. Because God did not allow that. Yeah. God was setting up something more powerful. Amen. Yeah. They are mightier than we. Hmm? And what happens? Let's look at the next verse. It says, come, let us deal shrewdly with them, lest they multiply. And it happened in event of war that they also join our enemies and fight against us. And so go out of the land. You see, these guys are so many, right? And he knows we can't afford to lose them. Because our economy depends on them. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah our economy, our workforce. This, this is, this, this, they are more than us. They are hardworking. Everything they touch is blessed. They prosper. Everything, everywhere. Now, time is going to come, maybe there is war, and these guys remember 
that they are foreigners. They remember that they are not Egyptians. They join our enemies to fight against us. And then they leave the land. Who was putting this in the mind of Pharaoh? not a trick question. Yeah, it must be God. It must be God because it's time. Remember God told Abraham they'll be there for 400 years and then come out. It was time. So God began to put thoughts in the minds of Pharaoh. These people are going to leave. Yes? But what happens? Look at, let's read on. Therefore, they set taskmasters over them to afflict them with their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh supply cities, Pithom and Ramses. These are all places that are close to Goshen. Let's read on, read on. Uh, but the more they afflicted them, I like this. Say, the more I get afflicted. The more, the more I will grow. The more I get afflicted, the more I will multiply. So no matter what they do, they cannot stop God's process Amen. that has been activated in your life. Amen. Come on. Yeah. So God put his, his machinery in Israel and there was nothing Pharaoh could do. Try to control them. In fact, the thing was aggravated. And it was, they were multiplying more and more and more. Huh? And they were in dread of the children of Israel. They're not afraid of them. The only thing is that Pharaoh had his army and he had his government. But God was planning to multiply his wonders in the land of Egypt. He didn't want to just take them out. God would have just taken them out. But God wanted to sink them first. Before taking them out. He wanted to judge all the gods of Egypt. Before taking the Israelites out. Hallelujah. Amen. And so this now made the Israelites to begin to cry to God. They began to groan. They began to pray. They had stopped praying. They were comfortable. They had farms. They had whatever, 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 whatever. They had jobs. Let me put it that way. They had jobs. They were all gainfully employed. And God was saying, um, you know, this is not the promise. This is not my best for you. How many people feel as though they are working for Pharaoh? <laughs> I can see many hands. <laughs> Yo, mighty God. God was, God was orchestrating something, right? So. As the Egyptians got tougher on them, they began to cry to God. They began to cry. And now God visits Moses. And God 
The Bible says God heard the groanings of the children of Israel. And then he came to Moses in the burning bush experience. Remember? Then God said to Moses, I have heard the cries of my people. So because of what was going on, they started praying. Sometimes we go through challenges so that we can start praying. Yeah. We start praying. And then that's what now brought alignment in Moses' life. That God could now raise Moses to use him to demonstrate his wonders and his signs. Glory to God. Look at chapter 4. The Lord said to Moses, verse 21, When you go back to Egypt, see that you do all those wonders before Pharaoh. There are some wonders you need to do. See that you do all those wonders. What wonders are you supposed to do? There are some wonders we are supposed to do. Hey, hello? Yes. In other words, a wonder is a manifestation of God, right, that causes people to marvel. It causes people to marvel. It's not, just, it's not just a miracle. No, no, no. A wonder causes people to marvel. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a manifestation of God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It causes them to marvel. It also causes them to be terrified. A wonder can terrify. In Psalm 114, we see there that the psalmist is talking... Let's, let's read it. Psalm 114. We'll come back here. Psalm 114. I won't be long. All right. It says, when Israel went out of Egypt. Hallelujah. It says, the house of Jacob from the people of strange language. Yes, what happens? Judah became his sanctuary and Israel his dominion. Come on. Now, what does that mean? Look at what happens next. Verse 4. Uh, Verse 3, it says, the sea saw it and... Ha! Say, that's a wonder. Yeah, the sea saw it and fled. So there are things that God can do that will cause the sea to flee. The sea saw it and fled. Jordan turned back. He He was going to resist them. He turned back when he saw it. That's a wonder. That's a wonder. Let me tell you, this generation, we are getting ready. God is preparing to do some wonders. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Declaring the wonders of God. Let's read on. It's a very very short psalm. Okay. The mountains skipped like rams. Is that not a wonder for a mountain to be skipping? Imagine Table Mountain. Going like that. Hey, that is a wonder. But God's presence can make the mountain to skip. Yeah. If there's a mountain before you, you just need God to manifest. And that mountain will skip. Hallelujah. I like that. It says the hills, the little hills like lambs. Hey, a hill became like a lamb. 
That's a wonder. Turn to your neighbor and say, that's a wonder. That's a wonder. We're declaring the wonders of God. This is the God that we serve. Hallelujah. Let's read on. Come on. We're almost through. It says, what ails you? <laughs> oh, see. Huh? What, 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 why, why did you flee? What ails you that you fled? Oh, oh Jordan, that you turned back. What, what is it? I thought you were strong. Stand there, let's see. Amen. So you need to look at those situations in your life like that. Hallelujah. I say, God of wonders. Where is the God of wonders? When we're singing, God of wonders beyond the galaxy. You don't know what you are singing. This is the God we're talking about. And it, we need to begin to declare the wonders of God. Hallelujah. Next verse, it says, All mountains that you keep like rams, little hills, huh? like lambs, or tremble, O earth, at the presence of the Lord. Can you see? Like I said, it's a manifestation of God that can terrify. So God can terrify even the earth by his presence. So God can terrify. I don't care if Satan himself is the one that is resisting you. If the God of wonders comes, he cannot stand. It will terrify him. And that's what we want. Yes. At the presence of the God of Jacob. Yes. They say, who turned the rock into a pool of water? How, where have you seen that before? A rock became a pool of water. Say, it's a wonder. It's a wonder. Hallelujah. It's a wonder. That's what, say, that's my God. That's my God. That's the God I serve. You know, ancestors cannot do this. You know that, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. The, the flint into a fountain of waters. My goodness. This God is too much. Touch someone say, this God is too much. Too much. Hallelujah. It's too much. I am telling you. So, when we talk about declaring the wonders of God, I want you to think about the areas of your life that you need to begin to declare. Begin to declare over your life. Some of you need to begin to declare over your future. Hallelujah. The wonders of God. You need to begin to declare over your tomorrow. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't be intimidated by anything. Amen. Do you understand me? Amen. There is nothing that can resist your God. Amen. There is nothing powerful enough to stop God's work in your life. Amen. There's nothing. And I, it's, it's my conviction, and I always say it, my case is different. Do you believe that? Yes. It can happen to every other person, but when it comes to me, my case is different. Yes. Is your case different? Yes. Or is it just my case that is different? Yes. My case is different. Yes. Why? Because I serve the God of wonders. Yes. And he has even made me a God unto Pharaoh. <laughs> Make me like a God to Pharaoh. 
So when I look at Pharaoh, I say, hello, Pharaoh, let my people go. Hallelujah. And when I speak like that, I speak with divine authority. He cannot resist it. He cannot stop it. And I'm standing here as a king in God's kingdom to declare over your life that Satan will not stop you. In the name of Jesus. Every power of the enemy that is working against your life is crushed right now in the name of Jesus. Every satanic setup, every satanic structure, every satanic system that has been designed to regulate your life and to hinder you from going to the next level, I crush right now in the name of Jesus. I release the judgment of God over them. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Do you believe that? Are you receiving? I'm declaring the wonders of God over your life. The God of wonders. You will begin to see the God of wonders in your life. From this day forward, you begin to see God do things that will terrify people. In the name of Jesus. Anybody that says you will not progress is prophesying they are doomed. Because God of wonders is working. He's multiplying His wonders in your life. He's multiplying His wonders in your family. In the name of Jesus. I rebuke that sentence of death over somebody. In the name of Jesus. There's somebody here. The enemy has already targeted you. There is a mark upon you for elimination. I wipe it and I strike it in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. You shall live and not die to declare the wonders of God. You, I, 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 I declare that you have become a living wonder. From this day forward, in the name of Jesus, become a living wonder. Your life will cause people to wonder. Your life will cause people to fear God. In the name of Jesus. Anyone that comes against you is coming against God. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. We are going to invade this land with the glory of God Amen. and the power of God. Yes. We will usher in the kingdom of God Amen. and the glory of God. Yes. There's a glory in this house, but it's going to intensify. It's going to increase and increase until it becomes tangible upon your life. Amen. And people will begin to see you and they will begin to fear God. That's what happened in the book of Acts, I'm telling you. When the God of wonder moves, people begin to fear God. Egypt was forced to reckon with this God. Amen? Amen. And that's going to be your testimony. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's stand up on our feet. Let's, Let's bless the Lord. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.